Hey, welcome home, everybody. You're watching Legacy Television. We're Jeremy and Sarah Pearson. So glad you tuned in today. And we want you to know, number one, God loves you. And number two, we love you. And I know we have partners who are watching this broadcast from all over the world. And if you're partners with us in this ministry, we want you to know that Sarah and I and our team, we are praying for you like all the time. I mean, we go before the Lord on your behalf. We speak increase over your life. We speak increase over you and your children, your family, your business, your ministry, and everything that you set your hand to do. We love you. And those of you who are not partners with this ministry and you want to be, there's, there's information out there for you, pearsonsministries.com. You are welcome right here in the house of faith. And that's who we are. And that's what this ministry is. It's about serving another generation with the word of God, with the word of faith, teaching people how to walk and how to live by faith. And, and we get kind of excited about these things. Um, Sarah, let's get back into the word today. Before we do, would you just pray over our time and lead us in this? Father, we love you today. Thank you for your word, that it's life and it's health and it's medicine to us. We open our hearts wide open to receive everything that you would have for us. Show us what we need to see. Uh, speak to us. Give us what we need to hear in light Enlighten our understanding, Lord. Make us free on the inside. Mm-hmm. Make, us, uh, make us all that you want us to be today. And we receive that word that changes us, that enlarges us, and makes us prosperous from the inside out. In Thank Jesus' you, name, amen. Amen, amen. Prospering from the inside out. That's what this has been about over the last several weeks. We've been talking about the prosperous Soul, And I'm going to use that word as many times as I can. Prosperous, prosperity, prospering, prosper. (laughs) God's will is to prosper you. Are you a prosperity preacher? Yes, I am a prosperity preacher. Not a dirty word. It is not dirty. A Bible word. Absolutely. It is from the heart of God. He takes pleasure in the the prosperity of his servant. Those who seek the Lord, he makes their way to prosper. Amen. And I'm not going to hide. I'm not going to shroud this thing in cleverly uh, disguised yeah. verbiage and words and to try to just sneak in on you that God is good. No, I'm going to be bold about it. God is good and he wants to do good in your life and he wants you and me and all of us to prosper. You know, the truth is not every um, preacher has been completely honest when it comes to prosperity and the way that Hmm. people have not always handled it right Mm -hmm. in the ministry. But the devil has been the one that has come in and twisted that to, to make it seem like that we don't, that this isn't something that God is interested in revealing more to us about. The devil has twisted this and made it like a dirty subject in the body of Christ when it's not. It's not. No. And God has a prescribed way for us to prosper. And that's what we were reading about in 3 John, where it says, Beloved, out of his love, above all things, I wish that you'd prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. The more I think about it, the more I realize that the most important word in that verse, 3 John 2, is beloved. Beloved. Out of his love. That, that, that word is what puts power in every mm-hmm. word that follows it. Mm-hmm. It's love that prays you prosper. It's love and being loved. That coming out of the heart of God at you, towards you, overwhelming yeah. you, is him desiring you to be prosperous in all things. 
And, and we've been working on this and it takes time to undo this mindset that just equates prosperity with money. Yeah. And you've got to be watchful that you don't do that when you look at somebody else and you look at what they've got, what they're living in, what they're driving, what they're flying in, yeah. what they're wearing. And you think, well, that's a prosperous person. How do you know? Yeah. How do you know? Well, look at the stuff. No, you're using the wrong measuring stick. That's why Jesus said in Luke chapter 12, one, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. The New Living Translation says, life is not measured by how much you own. Mm -hmm. So the stuff does not make somebody a prosperous person. Mm -hmm. Just means they have a lot of stuff. Means they have a a lot of things. And the thing about things is they're just things. And that's the thing with things is they're just things things Mm -hmm. and they cannot make you. Mm -hmm. But in God, just like our salvation, just like our healing, just like the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's the same with prospering. It happens from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Beloved, I pray that you prosper and be in health in all things, just as your soul Mm -hmm. prospers. Get healthy in your soul, get prosperous in your soul, Mm -hmm. and it will make its way from the inside to the outside. And we've been talking so much about the key to this is having a heart that's enlarged. The bigger you get on the inside, the bigger everything yeah, out here gets. Sure. I mean, like we <laughs> the said, better. like we said in the last couple of weeks, you know, if God can't get it in your heart, there's no way he can get it in your hands. Mm-hmm. And all you got to do is is look at a child and look how big they dream and look how big they ask. Mm-hmm. And that's a big problem with us, you know. And one of the reasons we're not prospering more in God is just plain and simple, we're not asking big enough. Mm-hmm. We're not asking big enough. Yeah. But big faith asks big. Yeah. You know what he said in the, in the Psalms? Ask of me and I'll give you nations. Can I tell you something about that? I wish you would. This is really cool. <laughs> yeah. The Lord gave me this scripture for our broadcast today and it's in... Isaiah 54, and it has everything to do with enlarging your capacity to receive from God, enlarging your heart, making yourself uh, big on the inside. Um, And it says in verse one, sing, O barren. You should look at this with me. It's so good. Everybody, turn in your Bibles. It's so good. Okay, sing, O barren, you who have not born. So someone who is without child that is not able to have a child naturally, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. So he's given a, given a word. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. This is so cool to me. He's saying, no matter if you've seen it yet or you've had any experience with having a child, I want you to know that if you'll do this, this dream will be fulfilled. Mm. And he's telling her, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. And I love this part, do not spare. Yeah. Do you know what the word spare means? When, trans, when One definition I looked up, mm. do not be excessive. I'm sorry, spare means don't be excessive, mm-hmm. but do not spare yeah. means be, be excessive with it. That's good. Lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you shall expand to the right and to the left. That's being enlarged. And your descendants will inherit Hmm. the nations. She goes from being a woman who is barren and is without child Hmm. to God telling her, your seed, your children, they will inherit the nations. 
She was not thinking big enough, huh? She's yeah. thinking small. She's restricted. Maybe fear has kept her from believing. Maybe, maybe experience and not being able to get pregnant has kept her small on the inside. But he's telling her, enlarge your tents, enlarge yeah. this, enlarge your heart, expand your tents. He's, he's actually saying like, go in and make your house bigger to make room for this baby. Wow. Make things bigger on the inside so I can come in there and I can make your children inherit the nations. He's thinking about nations. Yeah. And she's thinking about not even being able to have, yeah. to conceive. To me, it's an amazing picture of, of, it's not about what you can do or what you've had experience with. It's about getting a word from God and choosing, I'm going to, I'm going to think big about this yeah. on the inside. I'm going to think bigger than I've thought before. I'm going to dream bigger than I thought before. Ask big. Yeah. Ask big. Yeah. And that's what the Lord said to you. Remember that? Mm-hmm. What Tell him what that. Cause you- well, it was years ago. And I, again, we were living in, I guess this was the second house we were living in. And I was seeking the Lord over whether or not we're supposed to buy it and all this kind of thing. And also praying over a new car for our family and stuff. And man, I'm driving down the road and just doing my faith thing, you know, thank you, Lord, for the house. Thank you, Lord, for the car. Thank you, Lord, for the house. Thank you, Lord, for the car, the house, the car, the house, the car. And it's so funny with the house and the car that I think these things, even for people inside the church and even for people who, who talk prosperity, somehow it never gets bigger than the house and the car. Yeah. And the Lord spoke up on the inside of me and it's, you know how you can just speak to you just something simple and you see so much? Mm-hmm. I guess maybe it just took my heart to that, what he said there in the book of Psalms and he said, ask of me and I'll give you nations. And I just had this moment where I realized, really, Jeremy? Really? Are you serious right now? This, here, you've grown up in the, in the house of faith and you've heard all this awesome faith teaching and you've grown up in it. And the biggest thing you can think to ask for is a house and a car? Yeah. Come on. And man, my, my tent started getting bigger right then, stretching out those stakes, just like you're talking about. And went to work right then. Thank you, Father. I, I ask you for nations. Take us to the nations. Give us nations. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What am I going to do with a nation? I'm not asking to be made the king of England or something like that. What I'm asking for is the people in it. Yeah. I'm asking him to equip us and enable us and strengthen us to take this word across this nation. Now we're on in Africa. Now we're on in the United Kingdom. I mean, what's next? What nation is next? What, what people are next? And I'm asking him. And you know what I have come to realize is that when you ask bigger, all the little things are swallowed, swallowed up, up yeah. in the big thing mm-hmm. because it takes provision to do that. It takes living in the house, driving the car, flying the airplane, whatever it is, it, whatever it takes to get the job done, yeah. if you'll get your eyes off the little things, the, the little pieces of equipment and the tools to get it done and get your eyes on the big assignment, trusting the Lord for that, asking Him for that, swallowed up in it, yeah. it's all the little stuff that it yeah. takes to get it done. Yeah. Asking big. We've got to start asking bigger. Big faith asks big. So we're talking about prospering from the inside out. And I thought it was interesting what the Lord had you and I started, uh, started to do over the last several months. I'll read this to you first out of uh, John chapter 10. Can I just say one more thing about yeah, this? Yeah, do. If you have 
have not been able to get pregnant and have been believing God to have a baby, I just believe his word for you today is to enlarge your heart. Just enlarge yourself by thanking him, by praising him for the gift that he's given you. See yourself with that baby. If you need to go in there and enlarge your house or enlarge your room, uh, lengthen a room, make space for that baby, put a crib in that room. Do what you can do so that you can see yourself on the inside having that baby. And, and I just speak over you today in Jesus' name. And I declare that you are prosperous on the inside. Just receive it. Receive an enlarged heart. Receive that capacity to be full of life. And we just resist and we rebuke fear in Jesus' name. And any experience that you've had, choose to believe God's word over that experience. Choose to believe that you will have and produce something, uh, a seed that will become a baby that has the ability to inherit the nations of the earth. Thank that, you, Lord. That means a, a, you, are, you can have a baby that will affect the nations. And, that, and I just believe there's people watching that. If you knew all the testimonies that we had come into this ministry about people who have been uh, received the ability to conceive and the strength to conceive seed, you would just jump out of your seat and take it right now because we have seen so many miracles. Lauren and I were talking about it this morning. All these uh, miracle testimonies Mm -hmm. over people that the Lord's given us, you know, we've got to pray with. But Sarah received strength to conceive seed. And it says that in Hebrews chapter 11, read it. And we just pray over you right now in Jesus' name. that you That the strength of God would come into you right now and just take it. Receive strength to conceive seed, and He will be faithful to you. Just enlarge your capacity. Open up your mind. Think bigger than what you've thought before. You don't have to live your whole life without having a baby. If it's a desire of your heart, the Bible says He will give you the desires of your heart. Thank you, Amen. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Sarah, I have never seen something before till right now as you're ministering this. Of all these women over the years that you have laid hands on and prayed for to receive strength to conceive seed, and they get pregnant. I saw something just now that I've never seen before. And I think this is the word of the Lord and you touched on it. But if that's you and you're out there watching this and you're the one Sarah's talking to, here's going to be the key in it. Stop thinking about how wonderful having this baby is going to make you feel. That's part of it. And it's, mm, it is wonderful. That's so good. But get the child's calling on your mind. Yeah. Get their destiny in your heart. Yeah, and you good. get a vision, not just of how great it's going to be to have a baby around the house. Yeah. You get a vision of that baby being a world changer and yeah. a history Amen. maker Amen. in Jesus' name. And you know what's so awesome about this? This all goes back to the call of God and the plan of God for our lives. Think about it. Mm-hmm. When God told you to ask for nations, what was he telling you? He was saying, get your call on your mind. Mm-hmm. Get the stuff off your mind. Yeah. Get my plan on your mind. Get, start thinking about the nations. Why? Because we were called to the nations. We yeah. were called to minister to the nations. And you do that and you seek first the kingdom. You seek first the plan of God for your life. All that other stuff is just added to you. Yeah. But all of this asking for the nations, that's about, about pursuing the plan, mm. pursuing the call. 
And then all this stuff comes along with it. Yeah, it gets added to you. Ask bigger, think bigger, think about your call. And we, we talk the right talk. Well, it's not about the house, it's not about the car, but I wonder what our prayer life reveals to be most important to us. Yeah. How much are we talking to him about the natural things and material things? And it's not that you can't talk to him about it, but it's like I said, what was it, a week or so ago, that I finally had to come to a place when the Lord told us to pay off that first house. After months of making progress in it and it seemed like it stopped and I took it on as pressure, I tried to tell the Lord, I'm gonna stop talking about this. If you wanna talk about it, you can, but I'm not gonna bring it up anymore, which was the right step. It goes back to everything we've already been saying. What Jesus said, if you lose your life, you're gonna find it. Yeah. You try to hang on to it, you'll lose it. And it's letting these things, like you said, be swallowed up yeah. in the goodness of God. I want my prayer life to reveal that what's most important to me is doing what he put me on this big blue planet to do, yeah. fulfilling the assignment and the mission. Yeah. And part of that, a huge part of that is what Jesus said here in John chapter 10, and we're gonna to touch on this before we uh, leave the broadcast today. He said in verse 10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I've come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. And more abundantly, you look at these words up and so much teaching and preaching has been done on it and we nod our heads and say amen and it's great, but do we believe it? Do you believe it when you find out that this word abundantly literally means excessive, mm. too much? Do you believe that that's the kind of God he is to give you not just enough, but more than enough, too much, excess, mm. extra, and it's life. I came that you'd have this kind of life. In other words, everything that, that pertains to your life, I want you to have it and more than enough of it. Mm -hmm. Excessive life. And man, the Lord really led us in this just a few weeks ago. And uh, we've been walking around the house saying this for weeks now, that this is our season of extra. Mm -hmm. Extra, extra, I've been saying, just walking around the house, extra, extra. I've just been saying it, making up stupid little songs about it. <laughs> extra, extra. And every time I open my Bible, read all about it. I read about Jesus providing extra fish, extra loaves of bread. I read about Jesus filling up boats with so many fish that they start to sink. That's too many fish, Jesus. That's too much. I read about him anointing my head with oil and my cup overflowing. That's excess, excess. That's extra, extra. That's too much. And you can read all about yeah. it. And we got it on our hearts to start claiming extra for our family and for our ministry. Mm -hmm. And we have said it every day for I don't know how many weeks now. This is our season of extra. Mm -hmm. And we will have more than enough to sow seed. We will have extra to do what he's told us to do. And we'll have extra to do all, all that's, that's in, in our, our heart. heart. <laughs> extra, extra. Read, Read all, all about it. And we have put those words in our mouth. And the interesting thing is, you know, like we've been talking about moving into this new house, beautiful place, gorgeous place, the goodness of God kind of place. But you know what? It requires extra. And I have found that out about the goodness of God. The goodness of God will do things to you and for you. And the goodness of God will put things in your hands. But if you'll look, they'll always require you to step up your belief in the goodness of God. 
<laughs> it doesn't, you never get to the place in the goodness of God where you get to stop you believing. You can't get lazy. He, he put us in this place that is his goodness towards us. And you're exactly right. You cannot get lazy in your faith. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to put you in here, but if you're going to stay in here, you're going to have to believe I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to believe you're good. We thank you for extra. This place, this house will never be pressure on me, not for one day, because of the extra, the extra that's coming in. And I went through and started totaling up all the extra that has come in just in the few weeks that we've started saying this. And I'm not going to give you a dollar amount, but I'm going to tell you something. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize how much until I started writing it down. Extra, and it's coming from here, and it's coming from there, and it's coming from over here. Somebody coming up to us just in the last 24 hours, putting a check in our hand that just overwhelmed us. Totally unexpected. Sarah and I, by the time you see this broadcast, we will have already gone on our 10-year anniversary vacation, but as we're taping it, we're getting ready to. So if we seem a little distracted, that's what's on my mind. But um, <laughs> in getting ready to go on this trip, we've had this thing booked for months. I think I booked it 101 days before the day we're leaving. And I had the little countdown thing on my phone. And it was booked and paid for and all that. But just a few weeks ago, the Lord led me, go back to that website where you booked it and look at it again. Why would I go look at it again? It's already booked. I don't need to book anything else. Well, I go back and I look and there's a brand new offer on that website that was not there before. And you kind of have to dig for it. It's, it's almost confusing. When I call the people to ask them about it, they're like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and you can, book, you can book one room on this offer or you can go down to the very next one and book the same room and it saves you so much money. I like thousands back, of dollars. I, I rebooked that vacation. And just by rebooking it, we got over $2,000 back. We got that much money back just by rebooking it again on, on an offer that wasn't there before, just simply because I was willing to be led by the Spirit of God yeah. in my looking. That's extra. Mm-hmm. That is extra. We are believing God in this ministry for extra every single day. Extra, extra. And we read all about it. Extra in the lives of our, our employees, our staff, our interns. Extra in the lives of our partners. Excess, more than enough. More than enough to sow seed. More than enough to do all you're assigned to do. And more than enough to do all that's in your mm-hmm. heart. You know what? Just because we move into a beautiful place and maybe it costs a little more to live there, I don't have to draw back in my sewing. I don't have to draw back in my dreaming. I don't have to retreat in my planning. As a matter of fact, we're believing God to do some things with our kids right now that require more. And you look at it and you think, well, that wouldn't be smart to do. It is if there's extra. Yeah. And you know, the worst thing is to limit yourself to what your Absolutely. paycheck is. Because the truth is, all, a lot of the extra that has come into us hasn't even come through oh, our no, salaries. No, not at all. I mean, we get a salary at the ministry, but this has been other avenues that God's just brought it in from different ways. And if you only think, well, this is the amount of money that I have every month because this is what I get paid, yeah. then you limit yourself and you don't expect God to bring it in from other channels. I, I think you should do it right now. You should put these words in your mouth right now and start walking around your house just claiming (laughs) extra. This is our season of extra. God is bringing extra into our hands. But you're gonna have to be diligent to sow when he says so. Loosen that grip. Just like we talked about, letting go. There is one who scatters and yet increases more. And the generous soul will be made rich. That's you and that's me. Let's just say it out loud right now. I am soul 
rich. I am so rich. I am so healthy. I am so healthy. I am so prosperous. I am so prosperous. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.